0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: Because she remembered that God said in His Word, Proverbs twenty twenty seven, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Now this means that God is going to use your own spirit to enlighten you. Notice the expression, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. He'll use your own spirit to enlighten you, to guide you.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This week we're going to start a new teaching from the Rhema Archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, How to Train the Human Spirit. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message.
1: I would like to direct your attention to two portions of scripture. The first verse that I want to read is found in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. The second verse is found in the book of Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Let's read verse from the book of Proverbs. Chapter 20, verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Then Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 reads, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Now I want to speak to you on the subject, how to train the human spirit. You know, your spirit can be educated just as the mind can be. And your spirit can be built up in strength as the body can be built up. And uh, I have four rules by which it can be accomplished. I want to give you these four rules. You know, we need to realize that our spirits uh, can, as we said, be educated, trained, developed, just as our mind can be or our spirits can be trained and developed and built up in strength just as our body can be. Too many times we've taken time to educate the mind, we've taken time even to build up the body, and have neglected the human spirit. I remember a number of years ago I was holding a meeting in a certain place and a young man said to me, and this young man was a a boy about 16 years old, and he was a very short, boy and underdeveloped. He's, he had a sunken chest and so on. And so he said to me, you think it'd be all right to take a, a little physical education or a physical development culture? And I said, "Well, sure. And so I remember I went back, uh, oh, about a year later, I think really about 15 months later, uh, holding a meeting in his daddy's church for he was the son of a minister. And this young man said to me, well, of course, the moment I could see him, I could see a difference in him. He's no longer sunken chested. And he called me aside and, and showed me, pulled his shirt off and showed me how he had developed, I believe he said, a seven-inch chest expansion. And then his arms, I believe the, the muscle, bicep, I think you call it. Anyway, the muscle in his arm, how it had been built up. And so he had built himself up in this 15-month period until he just simply didn't even look like the same individual. Well, you know, friends, you can build yourself up spiritually. Now, you'll not be able to build yourself up spiritually uh, to to educate or train your spirit just overnight any more than you're able to educate and train your mind overnight. Or this young man was able to build up his body overnight. But in the process of time, as he put certain exercises and went into operation and, and went by certain rules, he eventually accomplished the job that he set out to do, which was to develop his body. And so then let me say this to you, that just because you may practice these rules, these four rules that I'm about to give you, just because you practice them one day, one week, one month, or even one year, is no sign that you're just simply going to arrive by then. But I'll tell you this, as you continue to practice these rules, You'll find that you will develop spiritually, and be built up spiritually, and that your spirit will be educated and trained. Now, then, notice these these rules. Number one, uh, the developing or the training of the human spirit comes by meditation in the Word. Number two, it comes by practicing the Word. Number three, it comes by giving the Word first place. Number four, it comes by instantly obeying the voice of our spirit or I should say the voice of your spirit. Now after a while you can know the will of God the Father in all the minor details of life. Because you see He communicates with your spirit and not with your mind or the reasoning faculties. As you instantly obey uh, your spirit, you will find that you are obeying the Holy Spirit. Because she, remember that God said in his word, Proverbs twenty twenty seven, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Now this means that God is going to use your own spirit to enlighten you. Notice the expression, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. He'll use your own spirit to enlighten you, to guide you. Now, let's look at these four rules that I gave you. Number one is that the the training, the educating, the development of your spirit comes by meditation in the Word. You'll notice that of these uh, four points, three of them have to do with the Word of God. We must realize the value of God's Word, and we must realize the value of quiet meditation in the Word of God. The most deeply spiritual men and women I know are people who give time to meditation in the Word of God. You cannot develop spiritual wisdom without meditation. God told Joshua that fact, you remember, in the very beginning of his ministry. After the death of Moses, here in Joshua 1.8, God said to Joshua, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, But thou shalt meditate therein, day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Another translation reads, instead of saying thou shalt have good success, said, you will be able to deal wisely in the affairs of life, or the things of life. Now you certainly wouldn't have good success, If you couldn't deal wisely in the affairs of life or in the things of life. And so God told Joshua to meditate in the word. He told him that if he would do it, then he would make his way prosperous and he would have good success. I remember a good many years ago, I was teaching at a ministerial conference or convention. And so I taught a lesson uh, along this line, not just the same lesson, but along this line particularly this part about meditation. And I remember that one minister during this convention asked me to come to his church and hold a meeting, and I did. And when I went to his church for the meeting, he told me that he'd been trying to make a success of his church. And if he heard of a pastor anywhere in the United States or Canada who was doing real well, that he'd go and visit with him and watch what he did. He would see what kind of program he might have. He said that he would try to put another man's program into action in his church, but it never seemed to work. He would fly all around the country doing this. Now, I think that many of us are like this, too. We, we, we want to copy somebody else and find something that, uh, that'll work from the natural standpoint. But this minister told me that he decided he would just simply... Uh, do what I'd suggested in this Bible lesson, for I'd given this text about meditation. And that, after all, he said, well, if I'm going to have good success and pastor my church, I'll follow what the rule that God gave to Joshua, and I'll begin meditation in the Word. So he said he began to take time out each morning to wait upon God and to meditate upon the Word. He said after 30 days of praying and meditating, not asking God to do something so much as just waiting on him, meditating on the word, that one Sunday they just had a landslide. They had more people saved in this one Sunday than they had the whole two or three years before that. Well, his people got revived. He began to have good success in all the church work. And, uh, you know, that's... uh, Pastor, the church was his life's work. That's where he needed to have good success. But your life calling may be something else. But it's certainly true that your way can be prosperous also, and you can have good success. Or you can know how to deal wisely in the affairs of life. Take time to meditate in the Word of God. Shut yourself in alone with your own spirit where the world is shut out if you're going or if you're ambitious to do something worthwhile I would suggest that you begin by taking 10 or 15 minutes daily for meditation now that isn't much but begin by taking 10 or 15 minutes and then uh, it'll grow begin the development of your own spirit and here is where the development of your own spirit begins is by taking time to meditate in the Word. So I said then that, number one, the training, the educating, the developing developing of the human spirit comes by meditation in the Word. Now, number two is that it comes by practicing the Word. Now, practicing the Word means being a doer of the Word. You remember James says, Be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only. We've got talkers about the word, and we've got people who rejoice about the word, but we don't have many doers of the word. You can't be a doer of the word and continue to talk unbelief. That's the reason I know so many people are not doing the word. Because if they were practicing the word of God, they would not be talking doubt and discouragement, and fear, and failure, and defeat. You know, that's so important, I want to say it again. I said, we've got a lot of people who are talkers about the word, and Pentecostal people, full gospel people, rejoice. They'll praise God and shout about it. But we do not have many doers of the word. You can't be a doer of the word and continue to talk unbelief.
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. You can find more resources, including messages that expound on this week's subject. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package starts out with the one CD from Kenneth E. Hagen entitled, How to Train the Human Spirit. Also in this offer is Ken Hagen's book, It's Your Move, these two resources are for the discounted price of $10. That's nine ninety five in savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama dot org. If you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan.
1: You want to mark your calendars for July 24th through twenty nine. That's Sunday through a Friday. And the Sunday service starts at 6 p.m. And then Monday through Friday, it's 10 a.m., 2.30, and 7.30. And then we have the youth, Youth Summer Blitz. And it's like a youth camp for the youth. And many many churches bring their youth and because there's guest speakers, there's teen talk, there's all kinds of things going on for the teenagers.
0: Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 888 Faith 99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on how to train the human spirit. That's tomorrow on RAMA for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.